gang, welcome to the Britpop Show. It is Monday night, unless of course you're listening on the podcast, in which case it can be any time you want it to be. Now tonight, we're not doing the usual, we're doing something slightly different. We're going to play songs that were not on an album. Now you might think, if they're not on an album, that must mean they're rubbish, but it doesn't. And let's start with Pop Scene. This was not on an album, and this was arguably, arguably the start of Britpop. Anybody who was hanging around London in the 90s will almost certainly have gone to the club known as Pop Scene. I think it turned into Club X, didn't it? I used to go there a lot. Uh, That was, of course, Pop Scene by Blur, and it was not on an album. It's a standalone track released between Blur's first and second albums, released in early 92. And I think it's fair to say that Britain wasn't quite ready for Britpop. We didn't know what was what was around the corner. It had B-sides. It had I'm Fine, Mace and Garden Central, but Blur are not about the B-sides, are they? They never have been. People say that it's the beginning of Blur's mission to kill grunge and stir, steer music in like a basically a new direction, i.e. the birth of Britpop. And I threw this out on Twitter. By the way, the Britpop show, so at, if you go to Twitter, at the Britpop show, we have 2,000 followers now. Very happy with that. We need more, obviously, but 2,000 is not a bad start. And I threw this out yesterday. 
for asking everybody a question. What do you think are the best non-album Britpop tracks? And Simon Lees came back with, can we just agree on pop scenes? Some might argue it was the first Britpop track as well. Well, some might do, yes. And in fact, that's what I've thrown out. Right. Uh, we haven't played Cooler Shaker for a while. Play a little bit of Hush, shall we? This song was on a, it was in a, on a film. I think the film was I Know What You Did Last Summer. But let's have it. by Cooler Shaker. That is their most popular song. Can you believe it? It wasn't on any album. It was a standalone single released four months after Govinda. What a song, Govinda. Absolutely love that one. Uh, it's the band's biggest hit, reaching number two in the UK chart. Do you know what beat it to number one? Don't Speak by No Doubt. Not a bad song, I know. So it narrowly missed the top spot and spent a total of 10 weeks on the chart and it was on the soundtrack of the 97 American film I Know What You Did Last Summer. Pretty sure Sarah Michelle Gellar was in that one, so I'm pretty sure I would have seen it. 
Uh, but that, they didn't write it, of course. It was written by uh, an American singer-songwriter called Joe South, uh, and it was originally released by Billy Joe Royal in 1967. But Deep Purple, of course, they did a version, and then Cooley Shaker did their own version. Very popular one. Right, I'm going to try and play you now a clip from... Uh, our interview that we did with Mark Morris. This has been playing up, but hopefully I will play it because obviously we're only going to play the Blue Tones. I'm going to play a non-album track from the, from the Blue Tones. Uh, just for those of you who are late, what we're playing is best non-album tracks. So that can be B-sides or singles that were not released on an album. And there are surprisingly, it's surprisingly a load of decent songs like that. And obviously the Blue Tones did loads of brilliant b-sides but they also did a single between their first album and their second album called marblehead johnson now hopefully mark jo mark morris is about to tell us what that means what does it mean marblehead johnson what's that about i think it means willie does it um i think so yeah oh I've, uh, do you know what it's, i wish i'd it's, asked that. Of, it's back to bill hicks again it was the name of the band that he was he played in they yeah. were called marblehead johnson so we just appropriated it as a sort of tribute to bill Sort of thing that like those who know will get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not very, me then. Very cliquey. <laughs> do you know what? I had an interview with Mark Morris and I'm going to milk that interview as much as I can. That was Mark Morris telling us what Marblehead Johnson means. So it's time to play it.
The Blue Tones with Marblehead Johnson. That, of course, was not on an album. And if you remember, I accused Mark of, of copying Oasis, and he was, uh, uh, in a very funny way, quite indignant that I suggested he might be copying Oasis. Now, we had a message. I've only just noticed. We had a message from Dave O, listening in America. And if people message in from all that way, they are going to get... Are they going to get read out? Uh, Dave says, I'm curious if you've ever done a show focused only on cover songs by Britpop artists. No, but I will do at some point. And there was a cover song that I was going to play tonight, but I'm not going to. Uh, it was uh, Reef. In fact, it was a cover song. There's a, there's a song called uh, Just Dropped In to See What Condition My Condition Was In. And it's, it was covered by both Supergrass and Reef. The Reef one is absolutely brilliant. But Dave says, uh, Dave O says, that in that spirit, can you play the Mark Morris cover of the Madonna song Angel? Won't be doing that tonight, but tonight what we are doing is songs, not just B-sides, but songs that weren't on albums. And if you're going to talk about this, the absolute classic band that did uh, just amazing b-sides uh, was oasis and it's it's honestly rude how good oasis were back in in 1995 and the song i'm about to play there are so many oasis songs that didn't feature on an album that i could play but the b-side there's whatever there's it's just absolutely loads but the b-side to wonderwall listen to this for wonderwall as a cd single wonderwall round our way swamp song and master plan and the master plan is absolutely a genius song and i'm going to play it next but the point about the master it was released on the 30th of october 1995 obviously it's the as i said it's the b-side to wonderwall now it was sung by noel and what's interesting is noel also played bass on it so for that song it's one of their best songs and it was sung by noel he plays bass so there's no liam or no Gwigsy. now noel has regularly declared that the master plan is one of the best songs he's ever written but he regrets he says he regrets that it was released as a b-side he said he was young and stupid when he made that decision uh, he also says that alan mcgee in a rare moment of clarity told noel it was too good to be a b-side and noel, noel apparently replied well i don't write rubbish songs but he didn't say rubbish he said in 2020, he said, look, the singles had to have three B-sides and I was always coming up two songs short. He said, I remember writing the master plan at home in Camden and then going to, uh, uh, going to where is it? Maison Rouge Studios in Fulham the next day and playing it on an acoustic guitar to silence. He said, I'd write the master plan, talk tonight or half the world away and nobody would say, don't you want to hold that back? He says, it's only as I've, the years gone by that I've realized that that was just crazy. Uh, now, apparently the song also features a backwards guitar solo after the first chorus. Didn't know that. Might have to listen out for that. And 30 seconds from the end, Noel can be he heard singing the chorus from Octopus's Garden by the Beatles. So listen out to that. This one is an absolute classic. The master plan by Oasis. Never, ever, ever on an it's album. It's from the 1990s. <laughs>
take the time to make some sense of what you want to say and cast your words away upon the waves and sail them home with acquiesce on a ship of hope today and as they land upon the shore tell them not to fear no more say loud and sing it proud today and then goes there you go did you hear it that was the master plan by oasis can we just appreciate how good that song is 
That was a B-side. That didn't even make it onto an album. And there was a whole list of Oasis songs that we could put, we could play now. We could do a whole show just on Oasis and, and Oasis B-sides. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, but if you want to shout out any other Oasis songs that you think beat that, then let me know. The, obviously, you know, I'm talking about non-album tracks, but the fact that he could just push that one out and just say, yeah, stick it on a B-side. Let's not forget that the A-side to that was Wonderwall, which is the first song from the 90s to hit a billion streams on Spotify. I mean, it's just rude how good Oasis were. And I think sometimes we forget how good they were, bearing in mind uh, the time that has passed. But let's not do that. Right. This next song is not on an album yet, so I feel free to play it. The reason it's not on an album is because Electricity released this because of us, because of the Britpop show. They said, you know, what? they sent me some stuff that they had never released before, wasn't on albums. Uh, and I said, I really like that Marie Marie song. And they decided to release it as a single. So it's thanks to us at the Britpop show that this song even made it to the light of day. It's available on Spotify. So go and listen to it if you like it. This is Marie Marie by Electricity. Didn't make an album, may do soon, but I'm going to play it anyway. Coming up, top tunes and great banter. Well, maybe on the banter. But the tunes are good.
Marie Marie by Electricity. Electricity, of course, are big, uh, big friends of the show. Uh, largely because I have always been a massive fan of Electricity uh, and love, in particular, obviously, Morning Afterglow. But both of their albums were absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And they released that one for us, for the Britpop show. So it should hold a special place in our collective hearts. Now, you guys have, you've all woken up. We had a message from David Smith. We were talking about the master plan. He said, what were they thinking that the master plan wasn't on an album? It's much better than Wonderwall. I completely agree with that. And Don't Look Back in Anger. Not so sure about that. But, I mean, they're both, they're both amazing songs. There's plenty. Like, I mean, you know, it's good to be free. That was a B-side. Talk Tonight, another B-side. There's loads of B-sides. You know, Half the World Away. What, what were they thinking? They could have had a whole album which would have gone stratospheric. And might actually have lived up to the hype that the third album failed to live up to if they just, you know, if they just released the B-sides, just an album B-sides. Also had a message from Bok, just recommended your show to a mate with a record collection with over 5,000 records. Do you mean records, Bok, or do you mean CDs? If it's vinyls, that is an impressive collection. Hey, and uh, Bok says he's added Hush to his playlist. I don't think it's Cooler Shaker's best song. I think if you listen to Tatva by Cooler Shaker, you may be pleasantly surprised. Although if you like Hush, I'm more than welcome to... I'm, I'm just very pleased. Uh, Bok is somebody, a regular listener, who regularly says he adds these... Uh, these songs to his playlist and uh, why not we are of course an educational service as well as a musical service right let's move on you know i like the long pigs this one takes it's a it's a b-side to their single far takes a little bit of getting into and i got into it by listening to their um their compilation their anthology on and on via on Spotify. I know, I know Crispin will have my neck if he hears I was listening to it on Spotify. But this song, I just listened to it and it just grew on me. And for about, probably about two months ago, it's all I listened to. It's called Blah, Blah, Blah.
bass line on that song is just sublime. Absolutely love it. You can't help but groove along to it. I certainly was. Good job I'm not on a webcam. That was Blah, Blah, Blah by The Long Pigs, dedicated to Ali. Blah, blah, blah. That was, of course, the B-side to Far, which was one of their singles off their debut album, The Sun Is Often Out, which has got to be in my top 10 albums of the Rip-Pop era, and almost certainly ever. Uh, right, we've got some news for you guys. It feels like it's hot off the press. The Charlatans, who we are not playing tonight, have just announced that their head full of ideas, which is their best of tour, uh, they've crossed out 30th anniversary tour, and they've put 31st anniversary tour, and the dates have been announced. I'm just looking down to see which ones I might be interested in. They do Bristol O2 Academy on Friday the 26th of November. They do Birmingham O2 Academy on Saturday the 27th of November. They do Bournemouth O2 Academy, if anyone's listening in Bournemouth, on the 30th. They're in Oxford on the 2nd of December. Manchester uh, on the 4th, Liverpool, London, of course, Nottingham Rock City, uh, finishing Aberdeen, Belfast and Dublin as well. And they even go to Wrexham. Look at that. So that looks like a good tour and I might well go on that. This next band are also going on tour. They have announced Shed Semba. That's right. They've announced the dates for Shed Semba. If you don't know what that is, that is Shed Seven every other year do concerts around the time of Christmas and everybody gets very excited and they all go along and they are supported this time by the supergroup that is Morris, Clark and Helm and you remember we've had all of them on the show so that we should be giving them some love. I'm going to play this song by Shed 7 which didn't make it onto an album but it's just an absolute I mean I've played it loads of times before I'm going to play it again now and then I'll let you know what dates they are playing This is Disco Down.
Disco Down by Shed 7. We all like a bit of Shed 7. Everybody loves Shed 7. So they are going on tour. And what I should have done, really, is I should have lined up the, the dates. And now I have them. So they're playing Aberdeen on the... Tw- this is November. So November 25th, Aberdeen. 26th, Glasgow. 29th, Newcastle. 30th, Sheffield. They're all a bit up north. Then they go Hull, Liverpool. Now we're talking Leicester, Norwich, Cambridge, Birmingham on the 9th of December. Nottingham on the 10th. Manchester on the 11th, Oxford on the 13th, Brighton on the 14th, Bristol on the 16th, London on the 18th, and then Leeds, doubleheader, 20th and the 21st of December. And as long as we are allowed a mosh pit, that promises to absolutely kick off. I think the tickets go on sale on the 29th of April, so get on those, because imagine missing out on that. That is, you know, I think November, December may well be like being in the 90s, where you go clubbing every weekend, and if you don't go clubbing, you go gigging uh, as well, or gigging in the week. Uh, right, we've had a message, an update from Bok. He's just checked, and his mate has over 10,500 vinyl records. Uh, he's not going to give me his address. I understand that. Why? Because that is a valuable collection. I wonder if he's got anything from Britpop. Bok, let us know. Has he got any Britpop classics in there? Has he got, any, got the Blue Tones or anything like that? Because they're, they're re-releasing their albums on vinyl and I can't wait for that they're coming out in July available now for pre-order but uh, let me know if he's got like an original blue tones or something that could be worth some money do you remember that we interviewed James McColl the lead singer of the Supernaturals and I was talking about a song that was a b-side I think it was to Lazy Lover uh, and I played it on the show it's called Honk Williams and I said that what happened was I went along to a gig in Reading and somebody shouted out, play Honk Williams. And they said, you know what, we'll do that. And I was really impressed that they were able to pull out this B-side that nobody had ever heard of and play it. And I love it. This is it, Honk Williams, not available on Spotify. I was driving along in my pickup 
spacecraft and an alien standing at the door. He was dressed just like Hank Williams. He had a Stetson hat and eyes like a cat, and I was on my knees praying to the said, Mr. Spaceman, please don't abduct me. Take me away in your craft and fuck me. I'm just a poor, unfortunate country boy. He said, so I enjoy doing this show every week, but I'm enjoying it especially tonight because the 
the parameters are closed, aren't we? We're just doing songs that did not appear on an album. So that's B-sides or singles that were never put onto an album for whatever reason. Like, for example, Whatever by Oasis or Marblehead Johnson by the Blue Tones. Although we didn't play Whatever because we played The Master Plan. That was, of course, Honk Williams by The Supernaturals. Not available anywhere else, so I thought I'd play it for you. I, of course, gave you a little bit of warning beforehand that there was some fruity language in it so that any children could be sent outside. I'm sure I did, didn't I? Mm, maybe, maybe. That was The Supernaturals. Big fan of The Supernaturals. If you are a big fan of The Supernaturals, go and check out my interview with their lead singer. And it's on the podcast, which you can get basically anywhere. You can get it on Apple Podcasts. You can get it on Amazon Music or just Google RSS, The Britpop Show. And that you there you will find it. Right, it's time for some Supergrass. Now, I want you to listen to this. And I want you to think, as you're listening to this, this is the band that wrote that cheesy song, All Right, where they're all on a bed and going along the beach and blah, blah, blah. And everybody wrote them off as like a monkey's joke type band. This B-side, I listen to it a lot. And it's like, it's like something from the 60s. And it, it's good. But then uh, listen to it, 2 minutes 45, in kicks this guitar solo. And it's something you'd expect, like Cream or something. It's just, it's just from just epic so i'm going to play it this is wait for the sun b-side of lenny online and on your smart speaker playing all the best songs
that was Wait for the Sun by Supergrass. It was the B-side to their single Lenny. Lenny was the fourth single off their debut album, I Should Coco, and that got to number 10. And what was the other song on that B-side? A song called Sex, with an exclamation mark. Bit early for that, I know. Uh, right, we are going to play something by the Seahorses, and if we're going to play a non-album track by the seahorses it's got to be you can talk to me and if you remember chris helm was on the show and he said i sent him a text about this and he said oh you got to play you can talk to me so we played it now what should pop up on the app is this poster and you can get that poster with the lyrics written on it from chris helm just send him an email or you do it via twitter or something i'm, I'm sure you do but i've got it it looks brilliant i tweeted it earlier on about an hour ago, so go onto Twitter and have a look. It's great. I'm going to play it now. You can talk to me, the seahorses.
I've just realised I've made a massive error. Uh, this this uh, we, this is coming up to our last song, and I forgot to play any Manson and Manson's B-sides are possibly better. I mean, they're they're right up there with Blue Tones B-sides and Oasis B-sides. They've got Manson have got like 64 non-album tracks to pick from and there's so many there's take it easy chicken there's the world still open i'm going to rectify that next week i promise to any manson fans in the meantime this is stay together by suede not on an album thank you for listening see you on the flip side oh,